STL Nation podcast is back. What is it? What's the date? Today is Friday. I don't even know what the date is. <laughs> it is all blended together. It snowed in Portland, so the world is slowly grinding to a halt. Um, there was, I think I only got like half an inch at my house in Oregon City. Um, I saw pictures of our buddy Dan Fisher's house was what, seven, eight inches? Yeah, it's real, it's real spotty. Like, Yeah, what'd you get? Uh, I got maybe three inches. And when mm. I drove to work this morning, you yeah. could tell the difference. Cause oh, yeah. everything from Newburgh to almost Sherwood is yeah. basically dry, clean pavement. And yeah. then Sherwood is kind of a mess still. Can be Oregon City, nothing. Yeah. Um, ice. Yeah. But in our, the Midwest, people are going <laughs> to yeah. laugh, you know. Yeah. But we're not set up for it. Everybody, I, I even made a, I made a Facebook post last night about your coldest day fishing. And lots of good answers. But there's a couple people from the Midwest who are like, you guys over there make me laugh. <laughs> and you're like, it's a different, it would be like if it snowed in Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, not, not not quite, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's so odd that we get like a real wet, heavy snow yeah. that trees break. It screws everything up. We're not we're not set up for it. You have, yeah, there's there's not enough sanding trucks. There's not no. enough de-icer in the state. There's in not... fact, I heard that we actually, the city of Portland has gravel trucks and stuff that we lease out to like burns and places like that over in Eastern Oregon to get a ton of snow. And we do that because we have them and we can, you know, we never need them. Yeah, and then when them. we do need them, we're screwed. It's not like they can bring them back. And they're probably sitting in a barn over there doing nothing right now. <laughs> I uh, I remember once I was on a redfish trip in Louisiana yeah. and it got really cold. And it was almost impossible to get home because they had no de-icer for the planes. Because when the hell do they need de-icer in Louisiana? I was in Denver one time. And I had to fly back. We we're flying back to Portland. And it was six feet of snow. It snowed so much and nobody flinched. Nothing. I get to the airport. I'm freaking out because I don't like to fly in the first place. I get on the plane and they got all the de-icer out there, hosing the plane down, doing everything. They got guys scraping off the windshields and I'm just going, we're going to fly in this? Like there's hundreds of pounds of ice on this plane, if not more, right? And... They take off and away we go. And it's like, it's what they do. Yeah. They're set up for it. We are not. We're not set up for it. In fact, we're so not set up for it that there was no snow in Oregon City. None. And they canceled school today. Just in case. Just in case. It was the same in Newburgh. They called last There's night. There's not a cloud in the sky. It's beautiful. Not one. It's beautiful blue sky. And they canceled school. Did they cancel it this morning? Last night. Because they did it last night in Newburgh. Yeah. Like they called it like five o'clock night and said, Fat, we're not having school tomorrow. <sighs> Come on. I Maybe mean it's Friday, time. whatever, but still. Anyway. So what is your can you remember your coldest day fishing? Yeah, I actually um guided two guys from Colorado once on the Nastucca, and it had been this is like mid two thousands early 2010 something like that mm -hmm. we had had a cold snap for a long time 
it had been really cold yeah. for here, especially. And when I drove over, that's like I, that's when we had those ice storms. Yeah, yeah, and it was just cold. Like it had mm -hmm. snowed, but the snow just stayed for you know like a week and a half, two weeks, whatever, because it stayed cold, kind of like what it's doing now. Yeah. But um, when I drove over, it was eight degrees in Grand Ronde, and the Ooh. high was fourteen. And I remember it had, after a stretch of days like that. And there was multiple places we went from Blaine to First Bridge yeah. on the Nestucca. And there was multiple places where my raft would be in the water and the shelf ice had come so far out uh -huh. that both oars would be like just sliding <laughs> on the shelf ice. <laughs> and I'll never forget, I got right below uh, Fifth Bridge there and there's a big slow pool and there's a big back eddy in it. Mm -hmm. And the river had made a perfect disc of ice it was a perfect circle and it was just spinning in place mm -hmm. against the shelf ice on the side, which exactly fit it. And they just like spun into this perfect polished circle, like 25 feet across. And it just <laughs> sat and spun. And it was cool, actually. Yeah. But uh, it was so cold. It was so freaking cold because it just been that way. Forever. Oh, it's miserable. The, the water, I'll never forget. I fish in a run that I fished all the time. And um, I... I looked and I was like, God, like there's a stick in the water. Like it barely poked out of the surface, yeah. goes all the way to the bottom. And I thought there's a stick, like, it's like algae growing all over that stick. And I rode over there. Yeah. It was actual like slushy ice that it oh, formed yeah. its way down yeah. under the water. Water temp was like 32 and a half degrees or something. Wow. It was not good fishing. No, I can imagine. <laughs> it was dumb. Like you yeah. couldn't like. You can un-ice your studies, too. Yeah. But they wanted to fish, and they were from Colorado. Yeah. So much like your airplanes, they were ready to go no matter what. Yeah, and it's even more so when it gets windy and it's that cold. Yeah, yeah it was breezy all the time. It was, it was cold. I um, I think my coldest day, hands down, was New Year's Day. Uh, probably, probably about the same time. Um, this is when my in-laws lived in Gresham. So me... Jeff, my father-in-law, and his brother, Mike, decided we were going to New Year's Day get up and walk down, walk into um, right there. You see, it's something different. It's a restaurant now, but it's called like Jack's Shack or something there on the Sandy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking oh, about? It's right in the East by the, Yeah, by the yeah. Troutdale Bridge. We're like, what the hell? Everybody's going to be sleeping until 10 anyway, sleeping off the night. Let's go down. We'll fish in the morning, come home and hang out and do New Year's Day stuff, whatever. So we go down there um, and it is, that storm had rolled through, east wind coming off the gorge. It was so freaking cold and it was like blowing little ice chunks. Like the rain was just turning, it wasn't even yeah. snowing, it was just it was raining ice. And we get out and we looked at each other like, why are we doing this? And we walked down to the river and by the time I got to the, to, from the truck, which is not a far walk, maybe 100 yards yeah. from the truck to the river. My bobber, my whole rig, everything that was on my rod had frozen to the rod and I had to chip it off. I mean, it was in the truck. It was perfectly dry, but but just that 100 yard walk is coated in ice. I get one cast. It would drift about, I don't know, 20 yards or 15 yards, what it, not, not far at all. And they would just, the guides would freeze. Yeah. I mean, it was... It was so cold. My hands, I have one, I, there's a thing, it's called, it's like a, a, an affliction, ailment, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it sounds like, a, like an old timey word for it. I have an ailment. 
Uh, Got the gout. I need, I need a salve. <laughs> um, but where your your circulation in your fingers is really bad, and when you get cold, your hands just throb. I mean, it feels like somebody ramming 10,000 needles into my hands. The rest of my body will be fine. But that day, no, I mean, I had uh, nitro gloves on with gloves over the top, and that was still so cold that my hands hurt so bad. Um, you know, in the old times, they would fix that with opium, and you would have been fine. Oh really? Yeah, you know, you yeah. get like the yeah, you true. get like the Doc Hudson's uh, miracle cure all elixir, and it would be ninety percent alcohol. It would be like alcohol and opium. It would be like I feel I better. feel great. Wow, I feel fantastic! I can jump off a cliff now. This is awesome. Um, Best medicine ever. <laughs> give me twelve more bottles. Actually, in the old days, you just wouldn't talk about it because you get your ass kicked. Or they put leeches on you. You could get leeches. <laughs> you go. Go, oh, my hands hurt, and you get punched. Yeah, yeah, sissy. Um, leeches, yeah, leeches. They yeah. bleed you out. Yeah, go you to just the drill dentist. a hole in your. Go to the dentist, and they would drill a hole in your brain <laughs> and drain a pint of blood. Yeah, good bleeding. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, that that day was so cold. I mean, we were out there for forty five minutes. It was so bad. Jeff goes, pack it up. We're out. This sucks. Yeah, do you worse. know? Speaking of the old timey cure-alls. Did you know where the saying, blow smoke up your ass comes from? No, but I'd love to know. Because in there was a time in wherever, because God knows people are absolutely stupid, when they where it was a treatment where they would like bend you over and put like a, I don't know, reverse tuba thing up your butt and blow tobacco smoke up there to cure what ails you. Wow. <laughs> Just, I wonder what it. exactly, I bet it made you have to poop. I'm, I don't even know. Like, what did well, you chew? accomplish? You chewed. Yeah. You know, you take a dip in the morning. What do you have to do immediately? Not like coffee. Poop. Oh, but uh, not like coffee. Dude, Copenhagen, me. you take, I could not have coffee for six months. One dip of Copenhagen, I'm on the toilet. Instantaneously. Yeah. So maybe that's what they were hoping to do. I don't know. But maybe if you cure constipation. At, there you go. If you look at the old-timey medicine stuff, you're just like, sweet Jesus. Oh, it's terrible. This is a weird, I think it just made you be quiet and not complain about what was bothering you because <laughs> it was way worse than being sick. You're like, you know, no, I, I, I don't feel good. They'd be like, let me bend you over and yeah. blow a tuba reversed up your butt full of tobacco <laughs> smoke. You're like, I'd rather just feel, so much better. feel bad and be quiet about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... You're right, though, about the elixirs. That was a big thing. Um, buy them at the fair. Yeah. you Or some guy would set up a little cart in the middle of town yeah. and tell you about how, and, you know, hire some old lady to come up and give her a bottle of his booze, homemade corn whiskey. Yeah. With a, with opium. Yeah. Now with, with opium. Now. <laughs> now that was twice as much opium. 10% more opium. <laughs> <laughs> Same price. Oh my gosh. You know what? Not unlike um, those old Outdoor Life magazines. We had a customer drop off a box full of Outdoor Life magazines one time and all of the fishing lure ads. Same thing. Well, they read the articles. I read an article in one, so it was like the new super secret summertime bass lure. You know what it was? Plastic worms. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, wow. I went through my grandpa's tackle box one time you know, all the stuff he got in the 40s and 50s. And it is, they had like all kinds of propellers on them. They're huge. 
they articulate in like four different ways, 900 colors, you know, made of just straight, uh, like steel. They're rusty as shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, steel. Uh, you think about that though. Like think about how that stuff was like cutting edge. Like, yeah, because nobody knew crazy thing. Nobody a knew. fake worm. Nobody knew. And nobody knew anything. Well, and they're selling it to much like today. Sorry, tackle manufacturers, but you're selling it to the fishermen, not the, the fish. True. Right. The uh, the stuff in Grandpa's tackle box, I still have a couple pieces of it. It's pretty funny. And you wonder, like, did they ever catch a fish on it? Oh, probably, because fish are stupid. Yeah. They'll eat anything. I mean, catch one on a corn dog if you put it in the right place at the right time, right? What's the What's the number one, or I shouldn't say number one. What's one thing that you bought that you thought, like a tackle thing? Or gear thing that you bought that you thought oh man this looks so great and then you got it and you were like wait a minute i've been duped this isn't great oh no that's a tough when i was a kid actually you know what it was when i was a kid you get smarter as you get older but yeah. yeah when i was a kid i remember buying i i bought a uh, a buzz bomb and not knowing anything about yeah. it, I was like, wow, man, I think these probably catch a fish. I took it to a bass pond. Mm. Not very effective. <laughs> I do remember that. I was maybe like a fourth grader. Nice. And I was like, oh, yeah, this will probably catch a fish. Yep. And no, throwing a one-ounce buzz bomb in a bass pond doesn't do very good. <laughs> it doesn't catch fish well, very you good. Gave it, you gave it your, your all. I probably lost it in 10 seconds because <laughs> throwing a one-ounce lead with a treble hook into I... a woody pond is not very effective. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I I think for me, it's the, uh, again, I was maybe 15, something like that, 15, 16. I bought the Bill Dance lure retriever that looks like oh, was it the, the chains. Thing that you put on the deal and yeah, you slid it it's down? It's got yeah. the little thing and it looks like his fish. It has the hat and everything and it had all the little chains hanging off of it. And the, the reel on the other end and you, you slide it down your line okay pull your line tight yeah slide, slide it down, down your there. line it's weighted and supposedly it's supposed to get in there and get it I, I guess it works i don't know it didn't work for me there's a lot of trees with my shit hanging in them you know one of my favorites always used to be guys that, i mean how many you you fish with plenty of guys that do this they they get a hook stuck in the tree and they mm-hmm. wait or go out there and they take the tip of their rod and try and shove it off and you're yeah. like you're gonna break a yeah, you know, however much you paid for it, rod to get a two dollar lure bag seems no. like a poor idea. <laughs> fly fishermen are the kings of that. Yeah, you know, you're like, dude, that fly probably cost you two bucks. Not even that rod probably cost you four hundred or six hundred yeah. or eight hundred dollars. Maybe you could just break it off and tie on a new one. <laughs> no way, you got to get that dollar fifty back. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of that, if you just popped in my head if you you worked at the orvis store mm-hmm. when you buy flies what do you pay for a fly like what's wholesale cost on a fly oh it really depends some are really expensive uh, like a like a so like a october caddis yeah they're anywhere usually buying them by the dozen yeah you know obviously and they're anywhere from you know eight nine bucks a dozen yeah. up to i mean some flies that you see they'll be you know 
thirty to fifty dollars a dozen. Yeah. You know, it might yeah, be 50 yeah. or even 60 bucks for a dozen flies. You might Woo. be paying five bucks a piece for, you know, a fly. It, there, mm. There's a big variance because even if well, you yeah, I'm not talking, in, I'm not talking like streamers and shit. Like, you yeah. Know, bay flies and stuff. I'm talking yeah, about but, just like your standard ass, like. Yeah, even even there, you know, you might still be paying three bucks a fly mm. at wholesale because, yeah. you know, some, some flies are pretty complicated. Yeah. You know. So even if you're having them tied in Nigeria or yeah. you know Taiwan or wherever they're making them, they can be they can be pretty expensive. The markup on flies it really isn't that high. You're not. It's not like you pay a dollar for them and sell them for six bucks. Yeah. You know you're you're generally you know buying for a dollar, selling for two dollars yeah. type of thing. Just curious. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not outrageous. So we're volume game. We were supposed to be on the river right now. We're supposed to be fishing with Dan. I know. And it, it got, would have been a beautiful sunny day. But it yeah, been cold. it would have been cold. And those roads are still screwed. It was snowing last night in Lincoln City. Yeah. My mom was saying more. And they already got like eight inches. Dude, I saw somebody post from the coast where they already had a foot and it was still snowing yesterday afternoon. Tell them what got hammered. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it would have sucked. Well, just been, we'd still be driving trying to get yes. there. It'd yeah. be a six hour drive over and a six hour drive Ten over. miles an hour, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Though. I really wanted to go fishing, but I get it. It is what it is. Well, just more fishing next month. Yeah. Let's do it. We got a lot next. We're going to be busy next month. Yeah. We got fish with Dan. Yep. Fish with Mike Z, yep. right? Yep. Which I just saw the Fish Hunt Northwest guys did a deal with Mike Z. I want to watch it. Um, oh, yeah. Um, I think they went fishing with him, and and he was on their – they do like a – they were on like sports, outdoor – channel <laughs> i don't know what it's called yeah it's some, one of those cable network things but anyway um and then go down and fish with chuck yep which that'll actually be probably pretty nice yeah, yeah. they got a ton of water i just yeah. saw an, I, tons of water i just saw an article had nothing to do with fishing but on just like lake orville has yeah. it was one of the one of the most uh like Underfilled yep. reservoirs in California got yep. massive amounts of water. Yeah, I saw. It's not fixed, but it's no. way better than it's been in way better decades. than it's been in years. Yeah. Um, same with Shasta. Yeah. Um, I just saw a picture of Chuck the other day. He was fishing on Orville, and it was really high. I mean, that thing hasn't been to the top since I think that big spillway. Remember when the spillway got broke yeah i don't even think it was to the i mean it must have it been wasn't to the top then. it was high but, but it, it wasn't, wasn't to the, top. To the, the spillway top just failed maps. yeah because um, yeah, it failed not at the top it yeah. failed like part way down where they were yeah. letting water out and it ate away the, yeah, the actual right. spillway where it was connected to the rock that's right blew it all out but yeah i i'm excited to go down there and that'll be fun that's going to be kind of an in and out deal but it'll be fun i know i wish we were fishing for a while because it looks really fun yeah um and then I get to go to Phoenix. I get to go watch a baseball game. I'm actually not jealous of that because I don't like it when it's hot and I don't <laughs> like baseball. It's not hot down there now. It's like 70 degrees. It's nice. Um, so that's what we got going on. Busy month next week. New products. We got new stuff. We, we got the fade in hoodie, midway tee in hoodie, CFS sport long sleeve. Your favorite. Yeah, that's my new favorite long sleeve tee. You're wearing it tea. now, aren't you? I am wearing it now. <laughs> it's my new favorite long sleeve tee. Yeah, it's, it's soft very comfortable. and it's comfortable. 
I like that the arms fit because yep. they're a little snugger in the arms. So it's real stretchy. Yeah. So the arms fit awesome inside yep. my hoodies. And then the body doesn't make me look like I have man boobs. That's uh, an important factor. Which I, is an important factor in I, those shirts. <laughs> I put that in the item description. No man, no moobs. Yeah. No moobs. No moobs. Um, and what else? There was something else. We got the 1849 uh, graft. in the badge. Graft. 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 Graft is there. I can't. I don't even know what stuff's called. I know. It's, it gets hard to remember. Graft. Graft is in there now. Graft is doing well. Yep. Um, so, yeah, all good things. Cool you ready stuff. to go on some trips, AJ? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you probably get sick and tired of sitting in your office, huh? I'm itching to get back out. Yeah, yeah. we need to go. I'm, it, it's time. It is time. We Well, we had a couple trips for this month planned, and they got canceled. Yeah. That's February for you. February sucks. I wish we could just close for the month of February. Like Chinese New Year. That'd be rad. This is everybody go home for a month. Like like Parisians? Yeah. Just take a month I, off. It would be February. Chinese New Year is where it's at, I think. Because don't they just, yeah. like pretty much I know from ordering stuff, like you're not getting anything. Everybody just like packs yeah. up and goes home. Not a big fan of China in many respects, but I can get down with the Chinese New Year break. <laughs> yeah, everybody just pack your stuff, go home and visit your family for a month. Come back in a month, go back to work. I'm now, telling you, man. Granted, they're probably all locked in a factory with no they get told where to go to keep from jumping off <laughs> 11 months a year but they do get a month off oh wow a month off to jump off a cliff um i think february sucks the shows there's the shows which we didn't get to do this year if you're listening to this and you were at the sportsman shows and you noticed we weren't there it's because lots of reasons mainly because we were building out the retail store and um, staffing issues. We just didn't have the ability to be there. But next year, we got a plan, and we are going to be there. Um, both shows. So I'm excited for that next year, and then everything we got coming up. So, all right, wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up. See you guys next week or something. Next time. Time. <laughs> next time. <laughs>